Welcome back. This is the Alchemist Nation podcast. My name is Walter Morello. I get to travel all across the country talking to real estate professionals and people who are helping others get for, uh, further forward ahead in their wealth building. Today, I'm hanging out with a credit expert, Jose Martinez, owner of the Martinez Empire. Uh, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate it. appreciate the opportunity. So, uh, Jose, we, we were just talking and right before the podcast started, I got a phone call from one of my lenders. Now, this is a buddy of mine who I have borrowed over a million dollars with and uh, just giving him a little reference to another really good friend of mine. And I, it reminds me of how important relationships are, right? You and I were actually just talking about that. Uh, relationships are key. And uh, it also reminds me of how important credit is, because even though these are private investors who, you know, they don't have to go to the banks. I'm not going to the banks with them. These are private investors who I borrow their money. They still wanted my credit score. They still wanted to know, <laughs> hey, where do you stand in the game? So, uh, Jose, how did you get into real estate in the first place? Uh, I know you started really young. Definitely. So, you know, back, let's let's back this up to when I was about 23 years old. Um, I had my first son at 21. I was like, you know, I, I got to give my kids something, right? Um, I grew up in the background where, you know, my family didn't leave me nothing. My parents didn't leave me no, no, no money, no education, no houses, nothing. So I had to be the difference maker in my family. So at the age of 23, I purchased my first home, my first multifamily. Um, I did it to really help my family because I was tired of them. They were always good owners. Like they always rented. They always took care of everything, but they never got nothing for it. So I said, why not me buy a house? They rent from me. They still help me take care of my house. And it's a, it's a family affair. Like it's nothing else but family there. So that's really when I got started. So that led me um, into going into partnering up with the broker who helped me purchase my home. Um, the reason why I joined them was because I obviously, I, I liked the way he, he handled the situation. Um, he was helpful. And I just felt like I was doing something good by making a change in my life. So I started real estate in 2014 um, and that's really where my journey started. It was after I had got hurt at a job and um, I wasn't making any money. So I was like, I need to invest into something that's going to make me money, but something that I'm passionate about and helping people, helping people accomplish what I was able to do at 23 was really where my passion started. I love that. Like you've got a really good story because you're, you know, like me, right? You started with nothing, had no education, had no uh, family with money. And then you actually, you did what my grandmother would have loved me to do. You bought a house and you moved your family into it, which uh, is really cool. Uh, Cause that's what my grandmother did. She had a multifamily and moved up all, we all lived in it at some point. Uh, I've lived into it multiple times <laughs> through my career. So you have, um, you got this multifamily early on 23 years old. You've got this drive, this hustle. You want, you want to fix like the financial situation for your family. And uh, this multifamily is kind of how you started. Then you became a real estate agent. Is that is that what happened in 2014? Nice. Yep. So how have you been operating as a real estate agent? How do you like it? Uh, how do you get into credit repair? How do you go from uh, being an investor, a young investor, <laughs> to a real estate agent to credit repair? What was that transition like? So I, 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 for me, it was all just thinking ahead, right? You know, sometimes I, I've always worked for jobs. I've always made it up to the ranks fast. And... I just felt like you're always undervalued when you work for someone else. So the best way, well, the best way to put this is you're your best asset. So when you invest in yourself, whether it's your education, your time, you're going to reap the benefits from that. 
So starting from real estate in 2014, I was actually in a bad relationship, um, which kind of like made my, my career kind of like, like slow because I was, I, you know, there was just a lot of issues behind all that, behind closed doors that it was just like petrifying. And I didn't want to bring my personal to my business and it was just going to deteriorate. So I had to really like slow down. Um, but after I got out that relationship, I started taking real estate to the next level. Um, I also realized that, you know, I, I give a shout out to the brokerage, of course, that I, I that gave me the opportunity. I was the only Latino on the brokerage. The only thing that I say that I never got was the education or the good head start that I needed to progress in real estate. So what I mean by that was, you know, I wasn't learning about social media or marketing, or I wasn't learning how to do cold calls and things like that, or building great relationships with other lenders or attorneys. So I was at a draw because I just came in. I didn't really know what to do. I had no guidance. So I was kind of lost. I mean, my first year, I think I did like two deals. And then that's what I was doing for the next three years, like two deals a year, which I was fine with because it was extra money. Um, but I knew I had more in me to, to, you know, than just two deals a year and to work for somebody else. My goal was really to be an active father. At the age of 20, I think by the time I hit 23, when I bought my house, I actually had my daughter. So I had two kids already. Um, I needed to give them something and I wanted to be more present in their life because I wanted to be something that my dad wasn't, right? So I wanted to be more present and work harder and lead them something. Because if I die, I want to make sure my kids have assets. I want to make sure that they're protected. I want to make sure that I give them a good head start because I didn't have that. Um, so that's where basically real estate started to grow for me. Um, after four years of being with my first brokerage, I decided to just take a chance to go to a different brokerage and try something new. Um, at that second brokerage, I learned a lot more. It was more of a hands-on with the broker. And, you know, I did like eight deals in one year. So I was really content with that. Um, but and then I fell into EXP. Um, EXP was just a company that really elevated everything that I wanted. You know, everything that I would have wanted in the beginning of my real estate career, the education, the marketing, just the support. That's something that you need when you're beginning. And obviously, like, that's something that if you're young starting in real estate, you want to have that education and that good mentorship and support. That's really important, no matter what brokerage you go to, right? Because that's universal. Um, but how did I get into credit repair? So in 2018. Yeah, let, let was, me let me jump in. By the way, your, your life sounds like a mess, right? Dad's not really you know, spending <laughs> a lot of time with you. Girl dumps yep. you. Uh, <laughs> you had a, a kid really crazy. early, then another kid. But it sounds like real estate's what saved your life. Actually, really what it was is up here. You're investing yourself. You're have, doing some right <laughs> stuff. Uh, and then uh, you started off two brokerages that weren't the one. And then you finally landed in EXP, which, by the way, I am a heavy shareholder of EXP stock. So I genuinely believe go. in EXPI. <laughs> I moved my go. whole team over to EXP as well. So <laughs> That's awesome. See, but, but, you see, but you see the vision. And that's, yeah. that's basically what it was. I had a vision for myself that I wanted to accomplish, but I don't do it for myself. I do it for my family, my kids, but also for the younger generations to come. Um, yeah. I do it also for, you know, no offense to nobody else, but minorities, minorities, you know, they hold themselves back because of their mindset or because of the statistics we have or, or, you know, the standards that people put on you. Um, but that's one thing I wanted to grow. So in 2018, I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I love real estate. I'm not really, you know, I was, I was like, ah, I don't know how I was feeling. I had to work two jobs because my credit card bills are racking up. You know, when, when you're, when you're an entrepreneur, 
your bills always rack up. <laughs> you see? So, so that's like, that comes with the territory. Your bills rack up. So you got to figure out a way to get out of that. And I'm that type of person that when I'm in a rut, I got to figure this out. And that's it. And that's what you got to make because that's what's going to take you out of that rut. So I had to work two jobs to make that what you got in your hands yep. just to tell myself, all right, I got to make this happen. I got to pay off my, I was in $15,000 credit card desk. I got to get out of this. I'm living check to check right now. Real estate is kind of slow for me. Like, I don't know. I was lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't committed to everything. I was just thinking about working, working, working. And that was it and living. Um, so in 2018, I said, you know what? I was at a point where I was actually going to quit real estate. And not because I hated it, not because I didn't want to do it, but because I was like, mentally, I wasn't there anymore. Um, and I was like, you know what? And I told myself and I made a promise to God. I said, God, I'm going to give real estate one more year. If, if you can give me something that can partner up with real estate, that can help me get more clients and take my business to the next level so I can leave my jobs, then I'm all in. So in April of two, uh, 20, um, yeah, 2018, I was, I was actually a little bit before that in March, I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, you know, I was talking about incident about in real estate. And he was like, hey, you know, I have a friend who just came from Tampa, Florida. Um, I know her from back then. She lived in, she's born and raised in Springfield, went to Florida, got divorced and came back. Um, but she does credit. I said, I said, credit is perfect. I said, my credit is great, but I can help a lot of people with credit. So I, I, I called her, I talked to her. I released, I was interested. And then on April 20th, 20, uh, 2018, the day before my birthday, which is April 21st, I signed up. I said, you know what? I see the vision. I see the value. It's not only credit repair. So anything based on finances from budgeting and saving to a will and trust. Um, identity protection, credit, credit monitoring. So I was like, oh, this is all the stuff that I wanted anyways. And I was going to buy, pay for it separately, but it was just better to get it all together. And that's yeah. where my journey began with credit repair. Yeah. Jose, it's, uh, it's funny because uh, like that is, is essentially basically saying God likes real estate. I'm just like, that's basically <laughs> how I interpret that is you're like, yo, God, if you want me to stay in this, uh, you got to show me a sign, bro. Cause show me a sign. And like, God's like, uh, here's Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt, <laughs> uh, flaming bush, whatever you need, Jose, stay in real estate. That's where I, I bless my children. <laughs> That's right. And it's in the Bible, you know, um, when, uh, my old broker, this, and it's like, um, there's like many homes, like God gives us many homes. He, he wants us to be rich, yep. not rich, not only financially, but rich and blessings, rich having homes and, and family and love. So there's like, the Bible talks about all this and the Bible speaks a lot about business. So yeah. that's why we are, is entrepreneurship is the best way. We're not, we're not born to be in debt to nobody. How many times and, and does the Bible talk about gold and silver? Come on now, right? Gold, like <laughs> gold, there's a lot. And actually it's funny that you say that because gold is very significant in the Bible. And that's basically like the riches, you know, when you yeah. have gold, you're rich, but also like, what did, what, what is heaven composed of? Like they say, like the streets are covered in gold. Hey, and gold. <laughs> so it's designed know, it's for, it's like, look, you go upgrade. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. And it's gold. So it's, it's top, yeah. top notch, top dollar. So I like it, Jose. So uh, basically you're, you're a credit repair specialist or real estate investor and, 
uh, just an entrepreneur, real estate agent. Uh, I want to talk to you about credit because I have been constantly uh, messaged by just a lot of really awesome people who have a lot of great ambition and goals and they want to get to the next level, but credit seems to be what's tripping them up, you know, especially people who are in that 520 range, 560, 580, and even people who are in 740 are always looking for how do I get to the next level, right? So like there's always... There's always a reason. And for me, you know, I put an arbitrary goal of 800 on my, uh, and it doesn't matter, right? I bought millions of dollars with a, with a 680 credit score. And so like, I know like you can buy a lot of real estate without an amazing score, but at the same time, if you're under that, that 580 point or 640 point, like those are real big numbers in, in the credit world. What, uh, what tips do you have uh, or what should people really be paying attention to? What are the first things that you'll walk somebody through when you're, when you're sitting down with them? Okay. So one thing is, like I said, why do you, the first thing I asked is why do you want to fix your credit? Because that's the main thing. You got to have that reason why you want to do something, why you get into real estate, why you buy a car, why you buy a house. There's a reason for everything. So first thing I ask them, what do you want to accomplish? What is your goal? Um, and then I get into why do you, how would you feel if you can accomplish that goal? Because that's what the credit is going to be able to do for you. So I, you know, if they want to buy a house, then I get into like, this is what you kind of need. This is what you do. But I always look at their credit factors. Now, credit factors, I always say you can use Credit Karma. Credit Karma isn't accurate, but it'll give you a gist of where you are right now, at least with two credit bureaus, TransUnion and Equifax. So what I do is this. The main thing you want to look at, you guys, is this. Your, your credit factors is composed of five different sections. Your credit score is composed of payment history, which makes up 35% of your credit score. So right there, one late payment can cost you anywhere from 50 to 100 points of your credit. So you don't want to make that mistake and have no late payments, you guys, especially if it's something that reports to the credit bureaus. And that's what you need to understand. What, which ones are your, which of your debt is reporting to the credit bureaus, like credit cards, um, loans versus like a store card or like a light bill, you know, or a cell phone bill, right? They don't really report. Only major things do. So that's the first thing. Second thing is credit usage. So Tally up how much credit you have in total. So let's say you have between you have two credit cards, three credit cards, 10, right? If you have $10,000 in credit, you should never use more than um, three, 30% of that limit. Why? Because creditors are going to look at that. It shows them that you're kind of desperate for credit, that you're overusing your credit. Once they see you use more than 30%, your score is going to start to drop. So I always tell people this, if you're in the 700s or high 600s, how can you get higher? Well, stay under 10% because now they see like barely needs to use their credit. They're good. We can trust this person. We could give them more credit on top of that. So that's another thing. And then you want to look at the age of credit history. So age of credit. So how long have you established credit or have you had credit? So we can look at me. I got cards that I range from 10 years all the way to one that has one year. What they do is they take your oldest account, your youngest account, and then they average it. And that's how many years you're going to have when it comes to your credit report. You want to be in the green. The green is average of seven years. So if you have an average of seven years on your credit report as age of credit, then you're in the green. You're good to go. That makes up 15% of your credit score, which is the third highest chunk. The last two are based on new accounts. So every time you go apply for a car or you apply for a loan or you apply for something, you're going to get that hard inquiry. Then on top of that, you don't want to have too many. It takes two years for them to fall off. And then on top of that, like they stay on there 
like for a while. You know what I'm saying? They just, they're there. They can affect you. You get more than two, it can start to bring down your credit score slightly, but you don't want to lose points for, for those type of things. And the last is a differentiate, differentiate the two uh, different accounts that you have. So you want to have revolving versus installment. So you have loans like mortgages, car payments versus credit cards. So those are the, they want to see a mixture of both for them to be able to trust you and say, we can trust this person. They make their payments on time. They know how to use their credit. They're very responsible. Let's do business with them. And that's what they're looking for to see if they can trust you. Because what does every bank want? They want to make their money back. That's, it. <laughs> so, so that's really what you want to look at. Uh, definitely. That's, that's a smart thing, you know? Yeah, Jose, you just dropped a ton of knowledge. That is um, definitely, if you can go back and listen to what Jose was just saying, right? So write it down, take notes. That is all the steps to get your credit uh, credit cleaned up and get to the point where you really do, like, at this point, if you just do what he said, you'll be fine. Uh, the problem I find with most people is they don't always just do what they hear on a podcast or do, do what they said, which reminds me podcast, uh, go and write a review, please go on iTunes and write a review. We are looking to increase the amount of people that we can actually affect and get this information out to you. And so uh, if you believe that you're getting value from the conversations that we're having with uh, Jose and other entrepreneurs, please go to iTunes and write a review. You can't do it on your iPhone. You actually have to go to the desktop site. Uh, that is one of the silly things that iTunes does, but it actually really helps us to get cool people on the podcast. I've been talking about getting Grant Cardone on here. Uh, so Gary Vee and Grant Cardone are on the do-do list. And the only way to get them is you got to rank up on the reviews in iTunes. So thank you so much for going and doing that. Uh, positive review helps. <laughs> uh, so Jose, how can, if somebody was looking to find out more about getting, repairing their credit or they want to get in touch with you, uh, what is the easiest contact information? What's the easiest way for them to, to find out about you? Okay. So, so just to add something real quick, besides the credit factors, if you have collections, bankruptcies, student loans, child support, anything negative on your account, just know that I want you to talk to somebody before you do anything about it. Um, you want to, you know, you want to talk to an expert or somebody who knows what they're talking about before you go ahead and just do think that you're doing the right thing. I've made that mistake. I know people that spent money seven or thousands of thousands of dollars paying collections that they don't have to pay. So if that interests you, definitely reach out to me. So how can you get in touch with me? My phone number is 413-204-5009, but I'm on social media. So you can find me as Martinez Empire, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook. On Instagram is Martinez underscore Empire, but that's usually what I go by. So you guys can find me on social media that way. Or if not, just contact me, text credit, whatever you decide to say, hey, I heard you on the podcast. I want to know a little bit more. I need help. And I got you. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jose. So before we jump off, I've got a very important question asked that I ask all of our guests. What is the three pieces of advice? If you could go back to 20-year-old Jose, who's just coming out of the gate right before he has his uh, first kid, uh, what would you give yourself for advice? Three pieces of advice so that you could get your credit cleaned up, buy some real estate, get financially free faster, right? What, what would be the fastest path for, for you? Three pieces of advice. So I think for the first one would be educate yourself, um, but know what to educate yourself on, right? You want to learn. Main thing is learning about finances because what is the world is ran by finances and real estate and investments. So learn to educate, read books, 
Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, Think and Grow Rich. I got a whole library full of books right here in front of me. And that's something I never did as a kid. I never read. I didn't like to read or, or audio books, but make that investment. Your time is very valuable and it's something you can't get back once you waste it. So that's the first piece of advice. See, look at that. Book. I wrote that. <laughs> I'm going to have to get that book added to my library. Broke to a quarter million, brother. Get it on Amazon. Get it on Audible. <laughs> and I'm getting it, you guys. So if you guys are listening, make sure you get that book and support them. You know, he knows what he's talking about as well. Um, second piece of advice is just invest. Invest, 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 whether it's your time as well as education or your money. You know, a lot of us are scared to invest money because we're scared that we're never going to get it back, right? But that's only to certain things because you're not willing to invest, let's say, $15 on a book or, or, or $10,000 on a program, but yeah. you're willing to go out there and, and spend your money on a crappy car or, or on an Xbox, you know, the new Xbox, the new PlayStation, Jordan, sneakers, but you're not willing to invest in yourself or something that has value. And that's one thing that I've always wanted to do Growing up in a home where money wasn't money wasn't valued, it was a problem. Yeah. Um, I learned that I wanted to use money to my advantage and I wanted it to create my generational wealth. So that's one thing where I say, you know, you want to invest in yourself and grow and learn because act seven figure earners, eight figure earners. That's what they do. They invest, they take risk. So that goes part of that second one is taking risk, investing, and obviously education. The last one is... Let me see. This is going to be, it has to be something good too. So. All I love right. It. I mean, so, you're, you're, you're hitting the, the main principles, man. Like awesome. Awesome. <laughs> What's this last one? What do you got, Jose? So this last one, I'm going to relate it back to the Bible and I'm going to relate it back to just my faith. Um, I wasn't a church going man my whole life until the past, maybe 2017. And I learned a lot. I changed my mindset. I changed the way who I hung around with and things like this, but the most valuable thing is not the money that you end up with at the end of your tunnel, right? When you're dead, when you're dying, right? It's about how many people love you when you're at that time. How many lives did you change? How many people did you impact? And what kind of mark did you leave for your family, for your kids? Did you What legacy did you leave them? Because remember, when you're gone, you can be forgotten. But people are still going to remember, oh, your dad wasn't nothing. Or your mom wasn't nothing. Like, no, I never will, ever, my kids will never have to say that because they're going to see that their dad got rich or died trying. And that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Jose Martinez Empire's going to get rich or die trying. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And I, I get it, man, brother. Like, wow, we do, we do sell coaching, we sell mentorship, and we sell it very, very affordable, right? My first program was 10 grand. My, my next program was 25,000. My next program was 35,000. These are what I paid, right, coming into yep. it. And I remember being terrified of the 10,000. I, I have never charged 10,000 for a single product that I sell. <laughs> right? But I remember, I remember sweating the first time I, I dropped that onto, it was on two credit cards. I couldn't even afford to put it on one card. <laughs> I feel you, I've been there. I just did you know? that recently. I just did that recently, you know, and, and, you know, not to, not to add promotion to GoPro, but I just invested $10,000 or $9,000 to a, to a program for GoPro. And I never took that. I never would have took that chance before. I never dropped that much money on myself. I was scared. But what I realized was you have to make a decision in your life and you got to do it now because tomorrow's not promised. 
So you just got to do it. Like, don't be scared. The money's going to come back. When you invest in yourself, if you trust yourself and you know that you can do it, you're going to accomplish it because you're, you put money on the line and you don't want to lose that money. That's it, man. That's what I, that's exactly what I tell everybody. Um, so if you're listening and you've been thinking about the mentorship and you're concerned about that 1200 bucks for two <laughs> months of coaching and mentorship from a whole bunch of millionaires, uh, then really you've got to re-identify your priorities, right? We only charge to keep you in, in the game. Like Jose was saying, we do this for significance. We do this to give back. We do this for impact. Uh, we're all millionaires. We don't, trust me, we're not making our money off of 1200 bucks when you guys come through the program. We do this uh, just to make sure you're paying attention, to make sure you're, you're staying focused and you show up. Uh, because the most rewarding thing as a teacher is we want to see you do well, right? Like that's, as a teacher, as a trainer, like as, as a father, you want to see people do well. You want to see your kids uh, do well and be doing deals. And so for us, we just want to make sure that you stay in the game. And that's uh, the reason that we charge. So Jose Martinez, I appreciate you, man. Those are three uh, powerful pieces of advice. Again, one last time, what's the easiest way to contact you if anybody's looking to get in touch and learn more about credit? All right. So you guys, once again, my phone number is 413-204-5009. Just in case it is nationwide. So you can, no matter where you are in the U.S., you can reach out to me with questions. And also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Martinez Empire. Um, for Instagram, it's Martinez underscore Empire. But you guys can feel free to reach out to me, and I'm always here to help. That's it, Alchemist Nation. Uh, Jose, you are an alchemist. Cheers to your success, my friend. That's right. Amen. You have a choice. Always work with the best. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate the opportunity, my brother.